Country Fred Horror. I'm Dakota. How's it hanging? I'm Roby. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the menu. Yes. Tell me a little bit about it, boo. The menu. Oh. Let it, it ride. <laughs> wow, I wasn't prepared. I did not have it up yet. <laughs> You're used to my quirky intros, and I'm yeah, cutting no, right to the chase. Really today. Did. You said cut to the chase. <laughs> the menu, a movie about a young couple who travel to a remote island to eat exclusive restaurant where chef makes. Lavish menu with some surprises. Oops. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's pretty much that was it. Very <laughs> uh, directed by Mark Malode. <laughs> I think his name's Mylod. I don't know how to pronounce it. I thought Malode was funny. Um, <laughs> Mark, which is funny, I did not know this until after we had seen the movie, but he directed uh, Shameless. Not obviously not the entire what nine seasons whatever uh but he directed uh the first episode 11 seasons wow i forgot it went on for 11 seasons damn um but he directed like a handful of the episodes including the first episode of the american and the uk version which i thought was fun yeah he's mainly just like he's done mainly tv um succession which i know is very popular succession sorry succession uh game game of thrones i almost said games of thrones but he's a pretty big tv director i'm surprised that he's uh made the jump into movies because like looking at his imdb he hasn't directed a movie since 2011 and uh and before that i think like maybe maybe i did like one more two more so anyway interesting yeah fun fact uh, it was written by Seth Rise and Will Tracy, who don't even have photos on IMDb, which is wild. But they've uh, <laughs> they've written by uh, re- written for uh, like Late Night with Seth Meyers, some comedy comedy Bang Bang. So they are college humor. So they're you know um, proficient in the comedy proficient arts. in the uh, in the comedy arts for sure. Also, they directed a short called Sister Act 2 in 2009. Not to be confused with Six Sister Act 2, the Whoopi Goldberg movie. Oh, man, because if you hadn't told me, I'd have been like, man, that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, no, that first, uh, interesting. And then uh, Will uh, has written some for Secession, uh, John Oliver's show. So, again, they're proficient in, in, in comedy, yeah, mm-hmm. which uh, explains a lot. I can't be the only one that used to be like a, a kid and sitting on my grandmother's couch scrolling through like the you know TV directory, mm-hmm. and then you just find like four hours worth of Sister Act one and two <laughs> is coming on, and then you just veg out all day watching the Sister Act movies, yep. wishing you could sing like like they do. As <laughs> a staple of ABC Family, or yeah, yeah, that was that is what it was. Yeah, was it ABC Family? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, mm. that, that that used to come on there daily. Yeah, I think Sister Act 2 is better than Sister Act 1. Mm. This isn't about Sister Act, by the way. But it, it kind of is. It's That ties in because that's one of the one of the. Writers. We always end up talking about other movies <laughs> on top of these movies. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, oh, yes. you know, last last week we, mm-hmm. uh, or well, not last week. but Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago now, <laughs> since we didn't <laughs> post last week. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> our, our what, what did he call himself? His... Our famed Mexican viewer <laughs> is really been roasting us today about getting back on this. Yes. So we apologize. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, what was I saying? Last week, I did a little spiel where I got to talk about bones and all. Oh, yeah. Because um, I don't feel that that's very... 
I don't feel it completely fits our podcast. It's not deep horror. No. Um, not that we always do deep horror. But um, it was more of a romance, I think, than a horror movie. Mm-hmm. This week, I'm going to also do a little spotlight for a movie that wouldn't make it on the podcast. The oh, Woman yeah. King. Oh, yes. The Woman King. The Woman King. I really wanted to see in theaters. We just didn't have the chance or the time. Um, every time it seemed like we got the opportunity, it, it just didn't work out. So Yeah, same thing. with That's why we didn't see Pearl either. Yeah, uh, and same, they were same, in around same the same time. time. Yeah. Um, that being said, I... When the trailers came out, I was like, I don't know how this is going to be. Like, I I like it, but at the same time, I don't want to get my hopes up about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the trailer wasn't giving away too awful much. Um, turned it on the other night, watched it pretty much by myself. You were kind of in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not you were because, doing other things. Yeah, I was. I, I had a project that I had to work on, and um, yeah, so I was distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you put it on, on a whim, so it wasn't like... Well, I was yeah. kind of bored. Mm-hmm. You were working on something, and I was kind of... I was like, I'm going to finally watch this movie, because mm-hmm. it's been eating at me that I want to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, movie of the year. I mm-hmm. freaking loved it. Mm-hmm. It was so freaking good. Um, it is very... It's difficult to watch in ways. It talks a lot about, you know, the slave trade in africa and what that was like and um there are a lot of other elements aside from this all-female army but the all-female army is so kick-ass and cool uh viola davis kills it like she kills everything else Mm -hmm. um i don't know what the girl's name is in real life that plays um uh nawi which is pretty much the lead actress aside from viola davis um but she killed it i mean Mm -hmm. smashed it um, the choreography for some of their dances and their fighting scenes and stuff like that on point. If you like like war movies or which I usually don't, um, or just like action movies, movies that touch on feminism and also like our dark history that we just have to accept. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. And I definitely am going to sit down and, uh, and uh, actually watch it. Yeah. That, yeah. I'll watch it again with you. It made me proud. It, it, it was like, it was, I don't know. They moved, they moved with such grace. Like there was like these, when I, when they were walking, um, even the way that they were walking, it was like they had to train to do that because they were walking with their shoulders. Like there was so much swagger in their walk mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Cause it's this all female army. They do not get married. They do not have children. They're like completely, they're protecting the king of their, you know, tribe. And that is their whole thing. Uh, the movie starts off with um, this kind of villager tribe of people who seem to be having a good time. They're laughing around a campfire. And then it gets like oddly quiet, mm-hmm. and one of them stands up to go check it out. But then he's he's like, "No, it's okay. It was nothing. It's it was birds off in the distance or whatever." Right. He sits back down, and the guys are all like, you know, they're just sitting around a campfire talking, you know. And then all of a sudden, this whole group of women are like right upon them, and they stand up out of the tall grass, and they had like snuck up on them without a sound like it was Mm -hmm. insane and then the fight move choreography and they're there to like 
they're there to find their people that have been kidnapped by these other mm. people because they're they're pretty much selling each other's people into into slavery to the white people that are right that are here now you know mm-hmm. so it's it's a deep movie <laughs> i know there's been a lot of controversy around it as well because i know it's not completely historically accurate but when you take it just at as the movie that right, it's the extremely movie, yeah. it's extremely good it's, it's very moving there's some scenes in the very end that will oh, make mm-hmm. it uh, it's little tear jerkers right because well, like it's deep and you're not the only one who feels that way i know it has like a 99 on imdb or something it deserves it yeah, and high yeah. high uh critically and um audience very high scores this is a 5.5 star movie for me out of five that's like baller. it's it's hella good that's, so. that, that's your movie of the year yeah it is well we'll definitely uh pick up that 4k when it comes out unless yeah, it might already sure. be out and I, and I know it's coming out soon if it's not out yet anyway we're here for horror movies this did have a lot of horrific stuff happen it's definitely a gory movie um in in ways um but it is not a horror movie per se it's... yeah well let me see what is IMDb listed as IMDb listed as comedy horror thriller which I... wait the menu yeah I'm still talking about the woman King. oh my I was bad, like my it's bad, most my certainly bad, not bad, a comedy my bad, my bad. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think the Woman King. Yeah, I don't. I it doesn't have it. one ounce of comedy in it, except for um, one character that I really liked. Mm-hmm. She was the comedic piece, but uh, yeah, yeah, very good movie. I highly recommend it to Totes. everybody, not not just to the women out there. I feel like uh, I feel like everybody could find enjoyment in it. It's it's got the kind of characters that you root for, but they're also like very gray at the same time because you can't completely get behind all the things they have to do. Yeah, in the movie. Um, and they're like real, they're, they're three, forty characters. They're not just 2D good people. They're like, you know, they have their flaws mm-hmm. and I think that made it so compelling. Mm-hmm. Makes good writing. It sure does. Yep. Yep. Um, anyway, let's move on to The Menu, the movie of the day, because that movie. is a horror movie. It is. And that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Also, I, I feel like similar to Bones and All, it is more adjacent to horror than straight horror. I do. I agree with IMDb having comedy first, which I did not expect. I did didn't not expect, expect this movie. In fact, didn't expect it so much that the comedy missed me for a whole lot of <laughs> yeah. it. Because it's uh-huh. so dry. Uh-huh. Very and, uh, dry. Like, and like, oh man. I have kind of a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, I can be having a conversation with somebody, and they could say a dry joke, and I'm, I'll think they're serious if, unless they laugh, because mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't interpret it well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and that's my kind of humor. Mm-hmm. I like Tim and Eric or uh, Tim Robinson. Anything that's just like very dry, very like could go over people's head. It is was so because... up my alley. It was because you kept laughing. I was laughing, yeah. That I was like, oh, maybe it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And then it got me like, oh, this is this is funny. Yeah, this is you a, know, bl- like, a okay. black comedy to to, to a T. Yeah, and especially then, Nicholas yeah. Holt's character. Nicholas Holt's. And you, hate, I remember, he, he as soon as he appeared on the screen, you were like, oh my God, this is the most annoying person I've ever seen. Yeah. And I was just laughing the whole time. I just, I knew immediately this is, this is funny. Like, I, it's whatever... 
I was like, oh, I, I didn't expect it to be funny, but I mean, it, it, yeah. I, I just started picking up on little things. Like, I'm just explaining my elite tier humor, and I picked it up immediately. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. I pick up plots way faster than that you do. That is true. So no, okay. You're not wrong about that. Yeah, I, there's things I... Except one thing I did notice, which I was proud of myself. But um, just to clarify, I don't think Nicholas Holt is annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that his character was very annoying. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, like, the comedy just went right over my head. Right, I, I would yeah. say half the movie at least. Well, and I would say we were there was like maybe four or five other people in the theater. I didn't hear them anybody else laugh one time. I only laughed out loud like once. Mm-hmm. I um, laughed out loud the entire time. Yeah, you thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I was giggling the whole movie from beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I, there's like something in the dryness that if if you don't recognize that it's a joke mm-hmm. or like. It's it's almost like elevated humor because the dryness of it, to me, Nicholas Holt's character was just supposed to be this annoying guy. I didn't recognize that they were making fun of him. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, my brain didn't go there. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you got it. I'm glad you got a kick out of it. <clears throat> I really I, I, I got a kick out of it after a while, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, I mean, we'll get into that near the end, but spoiler alert, I definitely love this movie. So, you want to jump into this plot? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, movie opens with uh, Margot and Tyler, played by Nicholas Holt and Anya Taylor-Joy, respectively. Right, Nicholas Holt, uh, Warm Bodies, the the new X-Men movies. You know, you, I'm sure you've seen Nicholas Holt over the years. He's been acting since he was a kid in, what, what was it, uh, About a Boy? Mad Max Fury Road. He is in Mad Max Fury Road, yep. Anya Taylor-Joy is much more known in this sphere. She was in The Witch, Last Night in Soho. Um, bunch of stuff, bunch of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, split class. Yeah, she's she's awesome. She's good. She's uh, gonna play Peach in the upcoming Super Mario movie, mm-hmm. which is cool. So, but um, they are waiting on a dock for a boat to take them uh, to this island. Um, Nicholas Holt is very you know focused and very you know excited to get on this boat. And was she also the Queen's Gambit? She was the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the big yeah. one. Oh that's yeah, she's. I mean, if you go to her IMDb, it's like you know hit after hit. It's like let's see in a row. Uh, oh, we found out something cool about her where it was like she had the choice between um, oh, yeah. a Disney Channel show or The Witch. Or The Witch. <laughs> yeah. And so she was really torn about it because mm-hmm. she was like, oh my God, like you could be the lead in a Disney Channel show or, or you be could in this, yeah. be in this weird horror film. And she chose The Witch, and I'm so glad she did because she made the right career choice. Oh, um, yeah. Her career has only gone up. And that was apparently only her, what? third thing she'd ever done and she was apparently in the vampire Academy she's by all day. means an a-list actress now mm-hmm. and like oh, yeah. if she had chosen the disney channel route she would be like invisible to everyone mm-hmm. yep. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like disney channel kids don't make it out of disney channel no, unless you're not. miley cyrus but that's more of a music field you know they make it out yep yeah yeah it, it, it definitely um yeah it's definitely interesting but even like looking at her imdb it's like she's just done a a lot of uh, she's had a good career, and in a very short amount of time. It's crazy to think people like her. I, I would say she was in the New Mutants. I mean, The Witch really started her career, but she didn't really become. I, th- I would say the Queen's Gambit is really what you know catapulted yeah. her. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, so they are waiting. Uh, she she he's Nicholas Holt. Tyler's very excited, but Margot is you know she can I'm tell annoyed. yeah annoyed. She starts smoking a cigarette, and he's like. Uh, don't do that. Yeah, don't like, do that. It'll, it'll ruin your palate yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like instantly annoyed. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, he's 
He's awful. <laughs> the boat pulls up, and it's, just, it's very small. And she comments on, you know, how, we, we're all going to fit on this boat. And then um, he says there's only 12 people. 12 guests are allowed at this restaurant at a time. And um, they, they uh, basically... He had to pay like twelve hundred dollars or something per person. Per person, yeah, just to eat at this exclusive restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, on the boat, there's a bunch of other guests. This movie is definitely all. We get to individually kind of spend time with all the characters a lot. Actually, not. I mean, not a lot, a lot, but you know, you get to know everybody and mm-hmm. what, what their deals are, which is oh, that's a good thing. If you're gonna have a lot of characters, you know, it works really well. Uh, we see uh, Lillian Bloom, who's a food critic, uh, who she's raved about this restaurant, Hawthorne is what it's called, uh, which is the, uh, she. I guess she went there when it first opened, and she's accompanied by her husband, Ted, uh, who just kind of <laughs> just follows her like a puppy and just... I didn't realize that was her husband. Yeah, I, did, I didn't realize either, I thought, yeah. I thought that was her gay best friend. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, maybe it was. Maybe, yeah, he, he's something. Her, her, her uh, male... Um, not accomplice, but anyway, but he's like a puppy. He's her very, partner there. You know, now that I think about it, I don't think it was her husband because I think he said, um, I think he said something about being her publisher or something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I don't remember. But anyway, but he it basically just, you know, <laughs> it's her puppy dog. Like, yeah, I did not get husband and wife vibes from them. Yeah, at you're right. All. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, she basically she would say something and then he'd immediately say like, I picked up on that as well. You know, mm-hmm. he's very much you know just that kind of person. Um, Tyler, uh, let's see, uh, Tyler tells uh, Margot that the restaurant, uh, uh, restaurants rise and fall because of her reviews pretty much. So she is very much a, you know, she She's like has power. Yeah, 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 power to bring, yeah, food restaurants down with one bad review. Uh, there are also some, like, these tech guys who are there, these three, three dudes, which, fun fact, one of them played by, what's his name, what's his name? <clears throat> uh, what's his name? Wait, is he on here? Uh, played by Arturo Castro. Uh, when we lived in Atlanta for a while, and we would be extras in movies. Uh, when I say that, we were we did two movies. One of them was this movie called uh, I think Billy Lynn and the Halftime Show or something mm-hmm. like that. It was an Ang Lee movie. But uh, this was like 2016. Arturo Castro was not the star he is today. He's still not a household name, but you if you 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 would recognize him most likely. Um, but he was there on set and he walked right past me in the, in the scene or whatever that he was doing. Um, so fun fact. So I'm connected to this movie. It's funny cause you said that in the theater and I was like, I don't recognize any of these people. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. No, but they're talking about like, you know, cryptocurrency and hedge funds. They're just like these, these money guys, but pretty much if you've seen uh, Silicon Valley, they probably started a business or they work for a guy who started a business and now they make a bunch of money. And they work for the guy who funds Hawthorne. Exactly. In other yep. words, he practically owns Hawthorne, mm-hmm. even though he's not the chef. Exactly, yep. He's yep. the money piece. Behind. So they pretty much, in almost by association, also own Hawthorne and mm-hmm. act like well, it. Well, they <laughs> act like they do. They do, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they board the boat. And the captain greets them, um, telling them it's just basically a 30-minute boat ride to Hawthorne. Uh, we then get to see uh, a movie star that enters the boat, played by John uh, Legazomo. I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's obviously, I mean, freaking, that, that's a Sid from House Age. House Age. Ice Age. I was like, what? House Age. This is House freaking Age. Sid from Ice Age. 
He played Luigi in the 90s Mario movie. I mean, he's big. And he also conveniently is in Violet Night, which is also a movie we have yet to see, but are going to see very soon. Hopefully today. Hopefully today. We'll see. Um, that's the goal. But, uh, but yeah, so he's so he has two two big horror movies uh, of the year. But uh, he, he boards the boat with his assistant, Felicity, and... Um, <laughs> what? His assistant. Yeah, his, his something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, they've just, you know, basically, his, uh, I guess she booked this for them and all that stuff. And he's basically saying that he's friends with the chef. He knows the chef. Mm-hmm. You know, they go way back or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, everyone is given just like a, uh, you know, some champagne. Um, it's silver bright salmon caviar harvested this morning right here in the sound. This is a quote from the movie. Served with a smoked Hood River oyster, oyster leaf cream, and pale ale air. Like, I'm air. sorry. Yeah. I, I, this is stuff, stuff that's so over my head. Like, I love... It's not just over my head. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's so dramatic and descent. It's so funny. Uh, Every just, ounce of the food served uh, in this oh movie was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and the smallest little portions. Mm. Well, I say every every ounce of food served. There's one thing that's served yes. at the very <laughs> end that I was like, well, that's what we're going to eat right now. <laughs> uh, oh, that's very true. That's very true. And we did, too. Uh, Tyler is quick to take a picture um, for Margo and him eat. Um, basically, uh, she's just not into this, but he's super excited, taking photos of everything, and she's even just though like, he was told not to. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't told not to yet, but uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, but she's just Margot's like, this is not my vibe. Like, yeah. but I'm here with you. Let's she's, just enjoy it. She's having the same feelings that the audience. Yeah, is exactly. Have. Like, this yeah. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Like, this is how. This is how you can tell when people just have way too much fucking money, yep. and they never had to really work for it. Mm-hmm. You know, like Which, just yeah. throw it away on bullshit like this. Twelve, yeah, for for yeah, and especially like you said, when we see the food, it's like, wow. But uh, the boat arrives, and they are greeted by and checked in by Elsa, who is like the 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 restaurant captain, or um, I don't really. She's know. almost like the hostess. Yeah, the hostess is a good way to describe it. Yeah. Um, she immediately eyes Margot, and, uh, she, like, looks at Tyler and says, Tyler, and she calls Margot a different name, and then, um, uh, you know, Tyler's like, oh, sorry, that, that woman will not be with us, I brought Margot instead, and Elsa's, is like... You can tell there's a problem. Yeah, there's a problem, like, that's not okay, like, you can't just switch people, and Margot is obviously also... <laughs> bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you I always again. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I braced. I knew that. Yeah. Yes. You've been married to me for almost uh, yeah, a decade. A while so. now. A while now. Yeah. Um, but they. So yeah. So Elsa's Elsa's unnerved, and so is Margot. They're both like, what you know, what the f, you know, Tyler. Um, all the guests uh, are you know head into the restaurant. Uh, we meet some more of them, Anne and her husband Richard, who are regulars. There's this, this you know, an older couple that has been to this restaurant a million times. Yeah, it was weird because they were already in there seated. They were, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so was one little old lady. And I was like trying to figure that mm-hmm. out from the very beginning. Like, okay, what's their significance yep. in this? Um, turns out there wasn't a ton of significance in this. Yeah, I know. I was um, searching for something that wasn't there. I know, right? Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Elsa, Elsa welcomes the others and tells them they're going to be a part of this unique story told with the menu, one that hasn't been told before, all this stuff. just She's just, you know, they're really building up this menu. Have you talked about their cabin? 
No, not yet. No, that, that's that's coming up. We we you skipped ahead. The apparently the older couple gets off the boat and then goes right to the restaurant. So they, they yeah. don't want the tour. Yeah, They've so already then, seen yeah. Everything. So this is before. Yeah, um, they get the tour of the island. Uh, it's twelve acres of forest and also has access to the sea uh, with Manila clams they'll be eating tonight. Uh, they were harvested all day by a man in a rowboat, which we see. They're shown a smokehouse. Uh, where there's just like all this meat hanging from the the ceiling it's apparently been aged for 152 days and uh one of the uh the tech guys the basically just asks uh you know what what happens if you serve it on the 153rd day and elsa you know basically replied that the bacteria you know it, it basically would go into your bloodstream and uh it wouldn't be good pretty mm-hmm. much yeah for, it would be good the death realistically um they're then shown the root cellar. Elsa mentioned she knows uh, the guest allergies. She knows everybody very specifically, which is one of the reasons why it was like off-putting that Margot would be there. Uh, she's not supposed to be there, and they, they, they really do a lot of research on these people. Uh, they're even shown the bunkhouse, like you're saying, where all the staff lives. <laughs> and it's like very military, very gray, like, like almost like, like a bunker. Almost a, it's almost like a chrome or metallic um inside mm-hmm. and every bed is a twin size bed lined up right next to each other military style there's not a single curtain there's not a single door separating these people from each other the the toilet is right there in the open um mm-hmm. it's just gross yep very gross like they have to poop in front of everybody yeah i know right <laughs> really but she basically just says like chef holds himself to the highest possible standard and we have the honor of working at hawthorne and so she she they just like you know basically you know do whatever for chef like he's their their god almost uh as they continue across the line they see a little cottage tyler points out like what's that she says it's chef's house and he wants to go tour it and she's like nobody you know is allowed in chef's house and his cottage so uh, then they finally, they make it to the restaurant, and this is where, you know, the older couple is already sitting there, and then we see the old woman who's sitting there, too, uh, just getting drunk in the back corner. And they she's not mentioned for maybe, what, an hour or more into the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not mentioned for a long time. Um, it's a very open kitchen. If you've ever watched, like, Hell's Kitchen or something, it's very much like that, <laughs> you know. You can see, if you've watched Hell's Kitchen, you know, you can kind of... You get you know you get a vibe here, so you kind of know you kind of know what's going on. I think personally, if if I was on, I, this would never happen. But if I if I for some reason was invited or had the money for this sort of excursion, and I got off the boat and caught Elsa's vibe, and then the first sighting of that little bunker where they have to stay. I think I'd have slipped off from the group. I'd have been like, all right, I'm going to start swimming because something right here. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes in chef's house. Chef expects, you know, excellence. Yeah, this is all not this normal. Kind of, this is a cult. Yeah, right. Immediately. Red flags. Mm-hmm. This is cult behavior. Mm-hmm. Her adoration of him, cultish. Mm-hmm. Um, everything screams cult about this to me. I would have been like, uh-uh, we're, I'm leaving. Bye. Yep. So uh, he, you know, they all sit down, and then t- uh, she asks. Uh, um, that's that's when Elsa asks t- no one to take photos. Uh, but of course, you know Tyler, being the little turdy, is still does. <laughs> uh, so he like gets up to tells Margot to come like look at the. Uh, uh, he wants to go look at the kitchen, and he starts like you know annoying the sous chef, you know asking, 
you know, what, you know, is this da 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 da? Not asking, what are you preparing? He he tells him, you know, that's this is what you're preparing, right? <laughs> and the sous chef like calls him by name, and Tyler's like, oh my god, you know my name, and, and anyway, um, but then Chef Slowick appears in the kitchen, which is played by Ralph Fiennes, who is Voldemort. Yeah, God yes. bless. God bless, man. And this is another another A plus. Dude, role. this guy. I need to go watch more of his movies because, like, he just has this air about the the way he can stare at somebody mm-hmm. that makes you feel, like, withering in on yourself. Like, yeah. he has a creepy stare. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's it's an art. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely is. And he appears, and speaking of that, he's brooding intensity. You know, um, uh, Tyler's watching, like, oh, my God, there he is. There's Chef. Like, this is crazy. And all this stuff, and then you know we see Chef, uh, or um, uh, we see basically. Sorry, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, he goes to talk to Elsa, and then looks like right at Tyler, and Tyler's like, "Is he staring at me? Like, oh my god!" Like, <laughs> so he's immediately just like, uh, "But he's not." Yeah, he yeah he's not. Yeah, yeah he's not. No, no. Um, then he he tastes a, a dish and approves it. All this stuff. All the servers. Wait, whoa! You skipping right by it. Wait, what? Tyler's like, is he st- is he staring at me? And Margot turns around and he's staring right at her. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right, right. Because she's not who she's supposed to be. Yeah, she's she's and not he's supposed clearly to be very upset about it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, because the, everyone knows everything. Yeah. Uh, then they bring out uh, some food, and Tyler takes a photo of it. A photo of it, even though Margot points out that he's not supposed to. Uh, they both try to try it, and Tyler is like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" But Margot's just like, "Not impressed." You know, it's fine. This is just food. You know. Yeah. Um, Margot looks at the glass wall that makes up the restaurant and see the boat that brought them here sailing away, <laughs> and she's just like, "Oh god, like this. This is interesting." And then Chef. Well, Slowick, technically, as soon as they got off she's boat. she's immediately it, it they untie the ropes and right now and so. she's like looking and she's like she's obviously feels some red flags yeah uncomfortable mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and then chef comes out and he claps very loudly oh man yeah the loudest obnoxiously <laughs> every time this happened in the movie i was like Ding! yeah it was just this yeah the point i'm sure they yeah yeah for sure uh, he introduces himself, you know, kind of tells the group what they're going to be having, and he asks them not to eat the food, but to savor it. You know, to enjoy the experience. Don't eat the food. My one rule. Yep. Do not eat it. And, and then, everybody's like, "Are you kidding me?" Yep. <laughs> and then uh, he introduces the first course called the Island, and we get to see each course is introduced like by like showing it, and then it says first course, and it says the name of it. And what the ingredients are, which sometimes they use as jokes, which is always fun. But the first one is the island. Uh, oh, and it's a basically a rock that was found on the island and a bunch of uh, <laughs> plants and like seaweed. seawater and stuff. Yes, and this is this is their meal. And like one little clam <laughs> or like oyster or something, yeah. whatever that was, uh-huh. um, yep. up on top of it. And I was looking at this thinking... What piece of this are they supposed to eat? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and Tyler comments on, on the clam, and he's like, oh, I, I bet these are the same ones that the guy was fishing for earlier. And Chef is like, what's that? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Tyler's like, oh, oh, no. And then uh, basically Chef's like, no, you're exactly right. Da, 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 everything, you know? <laughs> just... But he says it so sternly. He does, yeah. What's that? Yeah, like I... like a teacher in a classroom that caught you exchanging notes or something uh, like that? Yeah, or just talking and being like, mm. 
don't stop talking while I'm talking. Um, so yeah, so they 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 eat the the dish and Tyler begins crying, which was very funny. I'm trying he's to remember. He's having a religious. Experience. He really is. He's yeah. He is. He's basically just says how beautiful it is, and Margot is just dismissive and just just like I'm not eating this. Like I don't know what to eat out of this. But Tyler's like <laughs> boohooing. Uh, she's just very skeptical. The rest of the room, you know, revels in it as well. The uh, food critic analyzes the dish, um, says how you know how 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 primeval it is, or whatever. It's just like just a weird shit. And her, and her husband is just you know basically just agrees that you know if it's like they're eating the ocean, it's like okay, okay. Eating the ocean. <laughs> yeah, the movie star. They needs, think they're profound, you know. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the movie star needs uh, you know he doesn't know where to start with the meal. And, um, and it, yeah. <laughs> Understandably. Uh, yep, yep. And so, yeah, it's very, very funny. And he and his, um, assistant just start kind of bickering back and forth. Yeah, they're bickering. Yeah, there's, de- yeah, some, some, um, tension. Tension, yeah, yeah. Um, Elsa watches it all with contempt. Chef stares at Margot. Tyler notices, okay, so this is where that happens. Notices, uh, and wonders if Chef is staring at him, but then it's, you know, it's not, yes. Um, the chef shouts that they're plating in five, and the entire <laughs> kitchen shouts, Yes, yes chef. chef. <laughs> um, next, everyone is given bread service. <laughs> he gives the speech about, you know, bread, uh, common among the poor, and basically just basically says that you guys are not the common man, so tonight you will get no bread. <laughs> and then the title reads, Breadless Bread Plate. No bread. Savory accompl- <laughs> uh, accompaniment. So, is that, how you, uh, is that how you say that word? I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, so then they basically just get like this white plate with little sauces and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little like foams. Not yeah. even sauces. Yeah. Foams. Everyone's offended. People are pretty annoyed. Like, uh, uh, so some people are like, we're, I think it, the, the critic says the place that is known for their bread, you know, isn't serving bread, you know, so I guess their bread is apparently very good. Um, how good can bread be? I know, right? But I mean, yeah, like some toast and stuff. It is good. But like, and if you go to Outback, I mean, let's be, their brown bread yeah. is crazy good. Carabba's but bread just, is good. Olive but Garden's bread is good. how good can it be when know. you're paying $1,300? That's true. That's true. That's fair. And and yet they didn't even get that. They got foam. Nothing. <laughs> they got the air. Yep. <laughs> um, that so they're they're trying to just uh, Tyler. The whole thing is just they're trying to figure out what what is the theme. What could this be? What is happening? All this stuff. Uh, Tyler snaps another photo of the food, and uh, Margot doesn't understand why he's so into it. So he explains how much he loves food, and uh, basically that he's. You know, followed the chef and then watching him describe and cook on TV for you know for years. He's just very very into this stuff. Um, the then we get to see the uh, the the tech guys who are um, oh wait no no not, not yet not yet sorry with the the little foams and all that. The critic says that one of them is broken apparently. What that means, I have no clue. She was like, this is broken. So Margot comes over because Chef hears this with a bigger bowl of that same sauce. And she's, she's like, you know, this is your broken Not broken Margo, soup. Elsa. Elsa. Oh, my bad. Yeah. You know I me mean, with these names. Mm-hmm. When we get going, I'm just like, oh, my God. The hostess. The hostess. There you go. So then we get to see kind of the uh, the the tech guys the, the the guys talking about 
how they're like, we want bread. They're very oh, angry. They're trying to bully Elsa. Yeah. Which is just something you don't do because mm-hmm. Elsa is a little unit, dude. Like, oh, she's yeah. not going to take it. Um, And they're like, we want some bread. Um, I don't know who, if you know who we are. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. And then he's, they're both like, well, then you know that we are friends with yada, yada, yada. We work with yada, yada, yada. And with. she goes, no, you work for right. yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. And, yada, and all this stuff. And he's like, look, just do Bring us a us favor. Yeah. Go bake us some bread. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. Yeah. And then she says something about, um, she leans into one of them and she like goes to put his napkin on his lap, right? Which is just this intimidation factor that I, I love to see it from this little woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really was intimidating and the actress did a fantastic job. Yep. And she leans into his ear and she says something about yeah. like... She says, you will eat less than you desire and more than you deserve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ooh, uh, she cold, bro. She, she is, cold. yeah. And then he was like, that'll be all. <laughs> um, then Margot notices... Uh, Richard, which is one of the old men that you know, who looks familiar to her, and then Richard's wife Anne points out to Richard that Margot looks like their, their daughter. daughter. Yeah, who obviously passed. Oh, is that true? Is that, I think yeah, so. Yeah, okay, okay. The the chef comes over. Okay, and then the chef comes over. Oh yeah, basically, Rich is like, stop, you know, stop uh, fixating on her. Like you know, stop. Like they're basically just you know getting upset with her. Uh, the chef comes over and asks Margot why, why, why she isn't eating. And she just basically just tells him, you know, she there's doesn't nothing want to, to eat. Yeah, well, she's like, I don't want to fill up. And he's like, I've precisely made this menu so that you don't fill up. That's the whole point. You're not going to fill up mm-hmm. on my menu. It's going to be, you know, perfect. Please eat. Uh, he said, the menu only makes sense if you eat. <laughs> and Margo points out basically that, uh, um, Saying you told us not to eat, you told us to taste, <laughs> you know. And there's just immediately some animosity and some, uh, you know, awkward. And he, he ends up, you know, walking away because he, he's just, he, she does not. He's buy trying into his, to bully her. Yeah. He's trying to bully her into, you know, eating this food. And she says, I'm more than capable of deciding when and exactly. what I eat. Yeah. And also, everyone else is just, you know, kissing his ass. And she's like, mm-hmm. not, not into this at all. And he can sense that. It's almost breaking him a little bit, you know, as this, yeah. He's pretty much saying, bow your head. Yeah. And she's saying, fuck no, I'm going to stare you right in the eyes. Exactly, yep. Um, we see the, we, we get to see the old woman again. And she simply has a glass of wine. The chef clap, the chef claps. And they're told that they're going to have the next course called Memory. He tells the group basically about a memory of growing up. It says that this is his mother. And um, she used to be quite drunk when he would come home from school. Uh, his parents fought and his brother wrapped... His parents fought and his father wrapped a telephone cord around his mom's neck to get him to stop. And he stabbed his dad <laughs> in the thigh with kitchen scissors. And uh, he never spoke to him again and always wishes he had stabbed him in the throat. <laughs> yeah. So this is a really dark... A really dark... And then know, they put uh, scissors in the chicken thigh. They did, yeah. And it's basically uh, memory chicken thighs uh, and uh, tortillas. So chicken tacos, pretty much. Uh, they're all given small small chicken thighs with the scissors sticking out, and then tortillas. But the tortillas have photos on them. Like I would have been pissed at this before the photos because I'd have been like, "Okay, wait, y'all just gonna give me chicken and tortilla? That's it? Just chicken and tortilla?" <laughs> oh, and there was also smoked pineapple salsa. 
Which I bet would honestly... The salsa actually sounds Well, I was going to say that... I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, that sounds pretty fire. That that flute meal does sound good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. But basically, there's photos, like, uh, printed on to the tortillas as photos. Like, for Tyler, his is photos of himself taking photos of the food. So, you know, so he's like, when did they do this? (laughs) Like, uh, all this stuff. And with the tech guys, it is photos of... (laughs) No, wait. Tyler goes... Do you think he's mad at me? Oh, yeah. Do you think he's mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then for the tech guys, it was like re- receipts or something. Like their bank account. Basically, they're some of their illegal doings. Like them stealing money and, and things like that on, printed on these tortillas. I think it's important as well to point out that when he says, do you think he's mad at me? Mm-hmm. Margo's like, what do you mean? Yeah. Do you think he's mad at you? He's You're paying him yep. to do a service for you. Mm-hmm. He's here to make you food that's it yep he is doing a service yeah. for you she said basically they're the ones who should apologize we're sending it back so she's yeah. just like yeah um which so they so the and the tech guys are very upset too they're like how did you get these like what and blah blah, blah. and um and he they're saying like that's you know it's just fake charges pretty much and uh um that he says that the tech bro, uh, they they basically say that they're gonna they'll, they're gonna get this restaurant shut down in the morning, and also it's like that won't be necessary, <laughs> which you know we see later. Uh, the movie stars tortillas are all posters of a, a goofy movie he did. Uh, what was it called? It was like the uh, the good something the, the something doctor like Mister Sunshine or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah something about. Sunday with Mister. Sun- no, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, some kind of he was just this, this comedy. You know, like a. Just a goofy Ben Stiller comedy or something. Movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then uh, Anne her, uh, Richards is uh, of him. Um, there's a photo with, where he's with a young escort on a date, pretty much. And uh, he convinces her it was photoshopped and all that stuff. But, you know. Um, and then, yeah, then so back to Margo and Tyler. Margo says, like, you know, they're the ones... She tries to wave over a server, but Tyler snaps at her, saying, uh, you know, you don't, you don't send, things, send back. things back. You thank them for even letting you in the door. He uses the tortilla to make a taco and raves about how good it is. But uh, Margo's very, very upset. Um, he snaps his fingers at her. Uh, she heads to the hallway, and she sees this. Uh, she, he says some rude he shit. He really right does. There. Like, Yeah, like, he, he really does. I yeah. can't remember all that he said. He tells her to shut up, though, for sure. Yeah, it was like, very rude. Like, yeah. he gets rude real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she decides to go to the uh, to the ladies' room, and she sees like this door with an angel on it and all that stuff, this silver door. And uh, she, uh, she asks Elsa, you know, what's in well, there? Because Elsa stops her. Yeah, she really looks like she's trying to head out. Right. And Elsa's like, "Hey, what yeah. can we do for you?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, I'm just looking for the ladies' room." And Elsa's like, "It's right there on the left or something." And then she's like, "What's behind the silver door?" Mm-hmm. And then Elsa tells her, like, that's, it's, like, only for the chef to know. Something like that, yeah. Or so, she says, you'll find out. Some, something like that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then inside the ladies' room, uh, Margo smokes a cigarette on top of the toilet. And uh, she looks over. Oh, and she sees a pair of angel wings. I forgot about this. Are being prepared. There's a guy with the angel wings walking away. Uh, then the chef enters the bathroom. Uh, chef, I was in Sewick, is that his name? Sewick. Um enters the bathroom and asks Margo why she's there. Like, you know, why are you here? Like, I, you you know. Uh, she Who says, are you? Really? Yeah, right. She says it's the ladies' room. 
And then he asks, like, why are you on the island? You're not supposed to be here. Um, yeah, she, uh, let's see. He points out that they, oh, yeah, she basically says that she wants to leave. Uh, he points out they can't because the boat is gone. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's, like, blocking her from leaving the bathroom. Yeah, he is, yeah. And they basically, like, he's bully. Said, He's yeah. just a bully. He is a bully, yeah. And I forget exactly what she says to him to get him to move. She's, but she, yeah. she says, get out of my fucking way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's does. she's trying to be nice to him. Mm-hmm. And he's just pushy, pushy, pushy until she literally has to snap. Yeah, yeah. He, Every she, single yeah. interaction with them is like this. It's just mm-hmm. like a, he's trying to push her as far as he possibly can, hoping that she'll bend, and she mm-hmm. just won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so then we, again we get we get a uh, them talking about we get the tech guys talking about the tacos uh, being made up documents that they won't hold up in court and all that stuff so they're like okay you know <laughs> we'll be fine uh, and then they, they basically they say that if we do go down we're, we're bringing in our boss too we're gonna make sure he goes down too so they uh, so then he basically he won't let let that happen so uh, for the fourth course two servers unroll a tarp across the middle of the the room the floor it's decorated with uh you know baskets and all that and uh um the critic says it's you know, japanese mineral something style um the chef goes to explain the next course uh which says it was his sous chef's idea this was this was a lot yeah the chef jeremy is chef jeremy who's a sous chef who created the next dish the mess is what he calls um, Jeff stands at attention while Chef basically says like um, how he's really good at what he does, but he will never be great. Pretty much, like he will never be the best. And then he like goes on to like beat him down. He like really he's does. just like Jeff has always aspired to be me. Yeah. He wants to be me. He wants, he wants my, my talent. He wants my position. Mm-hmm. He wants my wealth. You know, but he will mm-hmm. never be me because yeah. he is not great mm-hmm. yeah and then he basically just says that jeremy has forsaken everything to try to achieve that he works 20 hours a day he has no time for family or friends his entire life is service pressure to please his chef all this stuff and then he he basically just asks jeremy do you like your life this life you dreamed about and he says no do you like my life the life you envy and he's like crying now he's like no chef and a uh, chef tells the group, ladies and gentlemen, your fourth course, sous chef Jeremy's mess. Jeff, chef takes a step back, then Jeremy removes a pistol and shoots himself in, 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 in know, the mouth. In the mouth. It's brutal. We see it all. Blood splatters everywhere. That was brutal. It the really room, was. It's the shocked. room erupts yeah. oh, into yeah. chaos, of course, because yep. they're like, this isn't... Everything else they could kind of like pretend was theater mm-hmm. or like theatrical. Right. And then you've got your critic who's still trying to believe she's still trying to convince herself oh this is good this theater. is all a part of this this is, theater, is a part yes. of the show mm-hmm. this is um you know some sort of elevated eating experience mm-hmm. in which case there's now this horror element to it yeah and, and she's uh, trying yeah. to explain it away as if it's going to be you know some somehow part of the cuisine mm-hmm. and the ambiance this is also where it, it where it it was it was very a very funny like where they started playing with the cards more because it says uh, the 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 mess pressure cooked beef bone broth heirloom carrots and potatoes and then it said R I P Jeremy Locks nineteen eighty eight to twenty twenty guys it's very funny uh, everyone begins screaming and panicking like you said and yeah she's like this is great theater uh, and then Richard is like 
we we're getting out of here like we're leaving like this is this and then they uh they stop her at the stop him at the door and elsa is like which finger you know and he uh basically he chooses his uh one of his, uh, his uh, she chooses she chooses his, yeah his finger and then they cut off his finger the ring finger <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. his ring finger yep. infidelity yep mm-hmm. the movie stars angry as assistant for bringing him here um and then yeah yeah so they're just like this is where it really starts hitting the wall. This is where people are realizing now, this is definitely not theater. This yeah, is, we just right. watched this man who's with us. He's mm-hmm. with us. Get his finger chopped off. Right. And yeah. then Elsa comes up and hands his wife his ring. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Elsa asks Margot to and join. And she still says thank you. Yeah, right. Uh, Elsa asks Margot to join the chef in the kitchen. Uh, Tyler asks if he can come, but he cannot uh, Chef tells Margot that she's ruining his menu just being there. So he's like upset. He's like, we're he's like, we're at the point now where this is becoming serious, and I need you to, you know, basically tells her I can tell that you are a server as well. So I need to know: are you with us? Or are you with the takers? You know. Um, and she reveals that she's an escort, which is why she knows Richard, and she you know reveals some real nasty stuff about him that you know that he would call her his daughter <laughs> because I guess she does look like his daughter. And, you know, just... While he was whacking on. Yeah, and making eye contact is really disturbing. But she she says she likes doing what she does. She You know, she doesn't want to change it. And that's why she's with Tyler, because he, you know, hired her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for a nice meal out. Um, so he gives her a kitchen, kitchen timer and basically gives her 15 minutes to decide if uh, she's with them or with 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 you know chefs and regardless he tells her that she's gonna die either way everybody's dying by the end of the night is what he tells her all of us the chef you know him everyone um but just if you want to go down a servant if you want to go down a a taker or you know um, a giver or a taker a giver there we go that's the word that's the word a giver or a taker uh, he gives her, a, uh, yeah, I already said that Tyler's jealous. She got to go to the kitchen. He's oh, and pissed. Also, he does not bat an eyelash. Like, he is still, he, when, after the dude, like, blows his head off, when they serve the, fo- the food with the bone marrow and all that, he's, he's just, just eating away. away. He's, like, having a great time, yeah. Um, <laughs> the only one in the room that's just, like, fully unbothered. Like, he's, he's so entranced by this chef. Yep. He looks, he idolizes him so much. That nothing this guy could do would sway his mind. Yeah. And uh, the chef comes out and says, Are there any questions about me or Hawthorne or why none of us are getting out of here alive tonight? And Tyler asks, uh, Was that star a Nisi detected in the stew? <laughs> and chef confirms it was. Uh, the movie star asks, You know, why this is happening. And the chef uh, says that some of them were chosen because of what they've done or were complacent bystanders. You know, he points out the reviewer damaged many of Chef's livelihoods. Um, a huge container of... Uh, oh, and then they bring out another bit of that broken sauce or whatever it was to her. Um, um, you know, Margot asks, why, did, why do you deserve to die? And he responds, I deserve to die because I've wasted my life. I thought I was an artist, but instead I see I've been slavishly trying to please people who can never be pleased. So, it, you know, it's all a big allegory or a... Uh, big you know just talking about the rich and them you know he he asks richard uh richard and uh ann is that her name ann i think it was ann uh, uh they basically have been to this restaurant he doesn't even know how many times that they've been there so he's like what did, what did i serve you the first time and he says cod or something or ann whispers cod and, and you know and um 
It was actually like Alaskan sea bass or like yeah. some some craziness. And then the chef says, it wasn't cod, you fucking docky. It was halibut. Halibut. <laughs> Red, I said Alaskan sea bass. <laughs> I'd have been just, I'd have been right there with yeah, him. Yeah. But um, they've been him. there 11 times. Yeah, 11, yeah. He wonders why they even bother coming to the restaurant except they feel entitled to because they're, they're rich, you know. Um, the tech dudes interject because it's not his restaurant. Uh, Doug Averick is the owner, which is the guy that they work for. Chef confirms that he does own the restaurant and the island. Um, uh, Which is his life. Yes. Like, he's put his entire life into this. So he pretty much owns me as well. Yes, yes. And then um, through the, uh, then he says, but this is complicated because he said, I now currently own Varric. And through the, <laughs> through the glass window... Uh, a, sh- a light is shown into the ocean, and it's Varric, which is these guys' boss, uh, wearing the angel wings and being um, uh, they slowly just put into the ocean. Yeah, and he's <laughs> on like a wire, yep. and they're uh-huh. slowly dipping him down into the water. Yep, and then he uh, left to drown, which is brutal. So now their boss is dead. Everything it's like it's really be- it's getting real. <laughs> Margot's timer goes off, and she's brought back into Chef's office and asked if she made her her decision. And, um, yeah, and that's, actually, sorry, that's when she tells them that, uh, you know, she was a service. Servant. Yeah, and when Chef drowns this man, he says something like, now I'm a free man. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm free. Yep, uh-huh. Um, the group is brought outside for their next course, and, uh, which is presented by a, a, one of his other two chefs, Catherine, uh, who presents the new crowd, who basically tells them that the chef, uh, Slowick, um, tried to advance on her and um but you know she she didn't or he she didn't reciprocate therefore he didn't speak he wouldn't speak with her for eight months yeah and he would let he would let other people move up but not her so she basically uh explains she deserves to be equal and he did not treat her as such so to humiliate him she uh stabs him with knives in the thigh yeah with, with a knife Oh, I thought... Oh, it was his thigh. I thought it was his dick. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, they then hug. The knife pulled from his thigh. The group is told that the men will be... Uh, then they're told they will be hunted. The men will be hunted and given a 45-second head start to hide. Can you imagine the precision she would have had to have to get him With right the in the dick? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, at Laser this, vision, first of all. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the tech guys immediately runs first and then... Uh, Nick Holt's the last one to run, and uh, they they and while they are uh, running, then forty five seconds goes by. The chefs go. The women are all taken inside, and they basically are talking to the sous chef and actually eating something good. You know, um, while they sit around together and just well, chat. they say it's good. They say it it's really good. good. That's true. I don't know because they're trying to get her to convince the women are trying to get this trying to convince the sous chef. They're like, hoping that they can appeal to this lady. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? And turns out she's just as crazy, if not crazier, than the actual chef. Exactly. And it was her idea that everybody should die, is what she said. Yeah. And um, she, like, starts crying, and they're, like, telling her how good the food is. <laughs> the uh, the critic, she's like, I could help you open your own restaurant. You know, like, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, no. The death part was my idea. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> that used to would have meant so much to me. Uh-huh, yep. Yeah, and then the uh, the men return. They all the men are caught. They return to the restaurant. 
Um, and one of the boys is given a cake for his birthday, which they were like, you know, we thought it was funny a couple hours yeah. ago. Yeah, the chef points out, you know, I'm afraid the menu tonight can't continue as planned until we deal with an unresolved matter. And he points out Tyler <laughs> and basically pulls up Tyler saying, t- basically t- uh, telling us that Tyler knew that everybody was going to die. He told Tyler that you're going to die tonight, you know, that everybody's going to die. So obviously Margot is very angry. She jumps across the table and slaps him right across the head and and he just kind of absorbs it and moves right on. Yeah, He's right. a fucking robot. He's crazy, yeah. And the chef tell, you know, is like, I know that you've told me that you're a good chef and that you cook all the time at home. And, like, he's like, you shouldn't be there. You should be with us. And, like, gives him a, his own jacket. And then he's like, no. Writes his name on with it. With a Sharpie. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, all right, now, we have everything here. What do you want me? What do you want to cook? Cook us something. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, very, sar- it's very sarcastic. Very. Like, at first, Tyler's so flattered. He's yeah. like, finally, I'm getting the recognition I deserve. Yep. And then it becomes an embarrassment and a slow. Yeah panic um because he is not all these things that he's no. been saying he is and he's to like try to fit in with this man that he admires yeah and he's he's constantly you know he's, he's just a classic he's a know-it-all and he's a no, very annoying about it and chef is just like not letting him get away with that you know? yeah it, he, well he's the he's an he's imitator the perfect example of like right. i don't know let's let's just take this for for an example i'm a writer Mm-hmm. I yeah. publish books. If somebody were to sit there and leave me a scathing review, mm-hmm. but they've never written anything in their life. Right. You know what I mean? And they're trying to tell me how to write a book. Yeah. It's like, you. you've never done it. So I want to see you do it then. Right. You know? Because well, apparently so that's you what know she, how to write a good right, book. Since right. Since you know how to make the perfect Stephen King novel. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, right. why don't you do it? Mm-hmm. And yep. so a chef is literally just putting him to the test. By the way, I've, I haven't had any skating reviews. I'm just using it as <laughs> <Right>. an example. <laughs> but uh, then uh, we like he starts saying things like, "We must learn from Tyler a new dicing method of which we have been woefully ignorant." Things like that, or uh, you know, leeks and shallots sautéed in butter. I bear witness to a revolution in cuisine. Just very sassy, very very funny. And then uh, he he you know plates the dish. The chef tries it and uh, playfully pretends like it's good before you know pointing out how atrocious it is. Pretty much. Uh, Tyler feels ashamed, uh, and then he is led to, you know, back to the... And he's basically... The chef whispers something into uh, Tyler's ear. ear, and then he just, like, quietly just goes away. You know, it goes back into the back office. Uh, the chef tells uh, them that they have one savory course left, and uh, it's uh, before they prepare for dessert. Uh, but El- Elsa has forgot to assign someone to bring a barrel in uh, that's supposed to be in the corner of, what, the smokehouse? Mm-hmm. Um, he tells Margo that she should go to go get it if you're with us or whatever. And uh, Elsa suggests member of the staff, but Chef insists Margo goes. So while Margo goes off, uh, she sees Tyler, who is hanging. You know, he hung himself in the in the office, which is another very dark moment in, the, in this movie. Um, so she goes off, but while she's going, we kind of see that uh, Elsa is watching her or following her, pretty much. Uh, she goes to the smokehouse where she finds the barrel. Uh, but first grabs uh, a knife on the wall, through the, uh, and then we see uh, through the window, she sees the chef's cottage. Uh, in the restaurant, um, we then see the movie guy ask why he was chosen. And this is arguably the funniest part in the movie, because basically Chef goes on this rant, 
about how he had one day off one Sunday. His first day off in months. And he decided to go see a movie. And it was the sun, Mr. Sunshine or whatever. <laughs> and then he basically says that he... But he was the most painfully unfunny thing he's ever seen. So he's he wanted this guy to be here. So, um... So, uh... Just because he hated the movie so much that he ruined his day off. That was one the of the The guy was like, I ever. didn't make the movie. I was just in the movie. Yeah. He's like, I... Can't see your face. Yeah, I can't it, without it, thinking of that. Arguably one of the funniest parts in the movie. It was that was the funny. one that I laughed at. Yeah, we. I couldn't stop laughing. I had to control myself. That was very funny. Again, it's uh, we'll see the movie because it's it's everything is it's very funny. I know me just reading the description isn't going to come off as funny. Yeah, it's as it's funny, dry. It is it's dry. dry. You have to just watch it and just enjoy it for what it is. But uh, Margo enters the chef's cottage to find a replica of the restaurant kitchen. Same exact layout, even with a little silver door. And um, in, in this one, there's the uh, same door. She crosses it, but it's locked. Elsa appears in the cottage. And then basically, it's just like... A, they have a, a brawl. Yes. Yep. She's supposed to, you know... Um, Margo is making her job difficult. They have a huge scuffle around the... You know, and then, but Margo ultimately uses the knife to uh, stab her in the neck. Yep, and then uh, and Elsa is kebobbed. Yeah, Elsa says something like, "He never told me about the uh, the barrel." Yeah, the barrel. So basically, so it's he... it's a it's our our first glimpse at the fact that this cult leader has found himself in this place of there is no joy in being a cult leader anymore mm-hmm. because everybody is just a sheep and right. everybody's just following him blindly. Um, people just adore him for absolutely no fucking mm-hmm. reason. And yet here, all of a sudden, is this wrench in his big plan, his final night. And mm-hmm. she is a challenge that yep. he has not had presented to him in a long time. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, we're playing a game. And he's almost giving her an opportunity to get away. Definitely. Um, he's giving her choices he's not giving anybody else. Mm-hmm. Because as this movie goes along, and as he's realizing, she's not bending to me. Like, this is not... This is not Jeremy. She's sous chef material yeah, here. Not, like, not, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, um, maybe she's not a chef, but mm-hmm. in the art of manipulation and in the art of being a leader, this is the sous chef for, mm-hmm. for him. So I think that it it's a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, Which Marco... he gets this sick feeling of potentially she'll get out right. or, you know... We'll let her think she might get out, mm-hmm. you know, like. Yep. Well, I think that uh, also, I think like you're saying, I think that's why. I think it's his final, it's his final chance to make her bend because, mm-hmm. as we see, when they get back, if if I can just jump forward a little bit, mm-hmm. she finds through the silver door. She's able to take the key off of Elsa. She goes mm-hmm. through the silver door, and she finds in there pictures of him Mm -hmm. and like key moments of his life things that make sense in this movie um him with the him in the news article that the reporter Mm -hmm. the uh critic first posted that really put him on she kind of made him right um a picture of him the only one where he's like actually smiling which Mm -hmm. is him as a kid working in a burger shop Mm -hmm. the the beginning of his love affair with cooking Mm -hmm. you know um, all these things. And then she finds a radio and she's like, oh crap, I'm going to get us out of here. Mm-hmm. And she radios for some help. Yep, from the, to the Coast Guard, yep. She heads back mm-hmm. and she shoves the barrel into the middle of the room 
and she takes her seat and um she's covered in elsa's blood at this point which nobody points out or says anything about um and then a coast guard bursts in and they get a warning on the radio i guess that he's coming and they start changing everything. They, they start wiping the blood off of these people's faces. Yeah, putting bandages you know? on. And they're like, if you want to save this man, you won't say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yep. pretty much that. The Coast Guard comes in. He's like, I, I got a call for help. Like, did anybody here make a call for help? And nobody can say anything because they don't want him to die. Mm-hmm. And um, all of a sudden he looks at the actor and he's like, Hey, aren't you that guy from the exact movie that the chef hates? Yeah. And he's like, that's one of my favorite movies. Like, can I get your autograph? Pretty much says, the chef pretty much says, do you want his autograph? Uh-huh. And everybody's like, oh my God, what? Yeah. And he's like, we'll find a pin. Yeah. And so um, the artist, the, the actor, writes on there, help us. Mm-hmm. And here goes the, here goes the Coast Guard, Coast Guard yeah. pulls out his gun, points it right at the chef, and he's like... Everybody be quiet. Like, everybody be quiet. You know, all this stuff. Um, <laughs> the chef is like, you're joking. You're joking. And uh-huh. gets down on his knees with his hands up. And then the Coast Guard um, turns the gun to a candle on yeah. Margot's table mm-hmm. that had blown out. Mm-hmm. That chef had used because he like says he yeah. he's built up so much resistance that he could, you know. He's been doing this so long that he could handle all the heat on his hands. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he had pinched the, yeah, the flame and out. Yeah, it out and then this guy relights. This guy just like pulls the trigger and it's just a flamethrower and, yep. and it relights the candle and he's just in on the joke yep. of like these people thought they were getting rescued and, mm-hmm. and, it, and it, what it is is this like it's, it seems to be like this final show for the chef to be like, maybe this will break her. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Look, we're going to let her think that she can get out of here. Yep. And he basically yeah, tells her that she's an eater, a taker, an animal like all the rest. She's, he's like, yeah. you're not one of us. You're you're a taker. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I think he's so certain that this will be it. Like, mm-hmm. she's going to give up. She's going to be just like one of them. Um, it almost justifies killing her. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, she kind of has this moment where she, like, reflects on the things that she saw. Well, she first, though, the chef makes a comment, like, when, when she comes back, something about none of you actually tried to leave. You could have left. Yeah. But you never, you didn't try. Like, none of you tried that hard to get no, out No, to get out. And he, yeah, basically, he, he, he's like, there, there's ways. You just didn't, you, you didn't do it, you know? So he's just mm-hmm. like, and they just all kind of give up. They just all kind of sit back in their chairs. He comes out is like... Now for your final course. And, like, they start laying out chocolate and all that stuff on the floor. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, um, yeah. And um, she kind of reflects on the images that she saw in that, in his, like, private room where the radio was. And she gets this twinkle in her eye. And she's, like, she stands up and she's, like, you want to know why I haven't eaten anything? And he's, like, Yeah. I do want to know. Well, first, ver- first she says something like, um, uh, she basically just says, hi, you know, I, I don't like your food. I want to send yeah, it back. Cause I want to send Ty- it back. Tyler said earlier, you don't send the food back. Here. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what? And he's like, uh, wait, I'm very sorry. What about your food is not to your liking? He almost switches tunes a little bit and becomes like a regular chef. Yeah. yeah. Server. Yeah. Uh huh. 
Yeah, and he, she just says like, yeah, you've taken the joy out of eating. You know, every dish tonight has been, you know, some some brain exercise instead of something you actually want to enjoy. You know, mm-hmm. which is a lot there's of fancy There's absolutely food. no love in your food. Exactly. She said, there's no love. And then he said, that's preposterous. You know, love is the most important ingredient in all my food. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Uh, Margo just tells him that, you know, the hot dishes were cold. There's no personality, only concepts, all that stuff. So really is making his brain. Like you can see the, the you know, the. This is the first person that's. That's uh, critiqued him badly. Yeah, you can see the engine in his brain maybe starting to smoke a little bit. Malfunction. Yeah, like, uh Um, uh-oh. That, as a chef, his only purpose is to serve food, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So anyway, so the chef asks, uh, what does he say? He's basically just, she says that she's starved, and that really makes him say, you're starved? Like, I, I designed everything. You can't be starved. And he asked what she would like. And he says, again, we have everything. And she's like, I don't think you could make me food that I would like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, try me. Uh-huh. And so she's like, you know what I would actually want? I want a burger. Yep. And he's like, and she's like a cheeseburger and not like some conceptualized, fancy. Deconstructed thing. Yeah. She's like, I want a greasy. <laughs> gross burger yep Mm -hmm. and he's like i can make a burger yeah and she's like i don't think you can (laughs) yeah and he's like let me show you yep yeah he asks how much it will be and he tells her (laughs) 9.95 yeah and she asks like does fries come with that he has to fry you know a chef of the fryer still on and uh and yeah so it's time and then he goes and makes and this is the first time we've gotten to see him cook yeah. Uh-huh. The rest has just been him bossing everybody around. Mm-hmm. And so he like whips her up this. Oh my God. Yeah, very it looks good. so freaking good. Yeah, very cheesy. Mm, yeah. look good. And um, brings it to her table. And there's like this almost like nervousness slash adoration on his face as he sets it down. Yep, as he watches her. And she takes a big bite. It's like a juicy, mm-hmm. it's greasy. It's, ugh, it's so good. And, um,. <sighs> She, like, makes an approving noise, and she's like, now that's a burger. Yeah. yeah you know? Like, that's delicious, yeah. But and then she, she goes, yeah. unfortunately, my eyes were bigger than my stomach. <laughs> yeah. Could I have it to go? <laughs> and he's like, let me see what I can do. Yeah. You know? And he takes it back, and he brings her a box with a goodie bag. Mm-hmm. And he's like, here you go. Thank, you know? Yeah, thank you for dining at Hawthorne. And she she passes him a ten dollar bill. Ten dollar bill, the five cent tip. <laughs> yeah, and um, and uh, he nods to the guys that are guarding the door, and they let her out. And she looks back at all the other people, and they're they like tell her go, tell her right, go, yeah. You know, yeah he, she broke him in this moment. Mm-hmm. She she found the cheat code. She found the way out of his. It's like his, a, yeah. it, it is the game, and she found the cheat code. She did. She found um, And so. She makes it out, and she ends up finding a boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the Coast Guard's boat, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, somehow gets it started because it wasn't trying to crank. Yeah. Meanwhile, he is doing his last run mm-hmm. on the yep. Tell, Yeah, he's like, before you know, we give you dessert, we have to settle the bill. <laughs> have them all pay. Everyone pays the bill as normal. Uh, Lillian charges they it have to... The, they have to pay for this. Yeah, yep. Um, the... Um, and anyway, so they kind of have their last moment of, uh, like, the movie star's secretary says that she stole, was stealing money from him, but then he's like, he knew, and she's like, I know you knew, <laughs> you know, pretty much. 
Uh, you know, the chef tells everyone there's a no tip system, gratuity is included, just doing things as normal. And then he says the final dessert is the traditional campfire classic, the shamor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, puts them all very, this scene was very midsummer to me. Very, uh, they put all, like, these, like, these chocolate, I don't even know what you would call them, chocolate shoulder things over them, and then, like, a big marshmallow. Uh, no, or was it... Oh, it was a marshmallow garb for your shoulder. And then some kind of like a big chocolate crown almost. And then there was graham crackers all over the ground. Um, a coat of marshmallows. And, and then uh, Margot's trying to get... She's trying to get the boat to work. Uh, inside Hawthorne, uh, everyone is on... Oh, yeah. So basically, uh, then the chef says something like, you know, I love you all or something. And then just like light, stands in the middle of it and just lights himself on fire. <laughs> And then they all are just uh, engulfed, in yeah, flames. engulfed in flames while Margot is, you know, able to uh, drive the boat. Uh, she doesn't get too far, though. She only gets about halfway out, out, but I think it was more of the principle of the thing. And then she sees Hawthorne just blow up in the background. Yeah, and she yeah. sits on the end of the boat and she eats <laughs> gets the rest sandwich. of that burger. Yep. Yeah, gets her burger and then, uh, yeah, that's it. That's the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, so, and then she she uses a replica because in the to go bag there was a replica of the menu for the night, and she uses it to wipe her face. <laughs> Basically, just saying like, yeah, just very funny. The chef would have been absolutely floored if he had seen her do that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that that's the menu. So, what's your interpretation of the menu? Well, you really loved it, so yeah, I, it was just very funny. It's very funny. I think like um, I think ultimately it's just you know mainly just about you know rich you know the rich uh not really um doing things and not really caring about the people who serve them i think it's a big if you've worked in the service industry you've seen these people that come in spend a lot of money but treat you like trash or like you were saying about the your uh excuse me the review like there's a lot of different things each character i think you have the people who steal money just for fun you know just who don't really care about you or your money or your you know i'm sure they were stealing a lot of money from hawthorne you know from the restaurant and then you have the the actor who you have these big hollywood people who write these crappy movies and then they make a billion dollars even though they're trash and they know they do it on purpose you know and uh then you you know the obviously the cheater that one speaks for itself but then uh um yeah then what the the reviewer like you're saying like this this person destroys you know people's livelihoods for and for what you know like mm-hmm. what's what's the point so i think it's just about and the takers yeah the know-it-all yeah yeah so it's it's people who take and don't have any you know care for others and uh yeah and i think they were just tired of it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. when i first watched it i thought it was just a commentary on the service industry mm-hmm. um and i think in a way of course it is but i also think that like the underlying story is just the conformity of society mm-hmm. and man in general mm-hmm. um these people he said right there in that line like you've all had opportunities to get away right. and none of you really tried that hard mm-hmm. like, Nobody did. it's almost mm-hmm. like you want to die Mm-hmm. You know, and kind of at the end, I bet if they really wanted to, they all could have said, "We'd like cheeseburgers as well," and he would have been like, "Okay, yeah, you know." Yeah, they but could they have didn't. bum rushed the guys at the door. They like there mm-hmm. was twelve of them. You mm-hmm. know, like, there was more people in the kitchen, I'm sure. But like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they could have done something. Yeah, and, and I think I think at the end of the day, why? Like, yeah, I don't why know. not? If you're gonna die anyway, why not die fighting? Mm-hmm. You know, and they don't. They sit down and take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's also 
in that vein about manipulation Mm -hmm. and that's why we have this these this very cultish leader um who i mean it's we see these people it's you see these people in churches we see these people in any art form Mm we we see them hitler you know like Mm -hmm. we see um we see this in a lot of people these people who are huge master manipulators and people who want to feel good at something or wanted um, or they just want to fit into a community and so they follow blindly right and they serve this person regardless of how what regardless of what happens to them right you know mm-hmm. or what they're doing to others yeah I think that's a good way. And I think that with uh, Sewick or with Chef, and they were no better, you know, even though they were on this high horse, they were they were no better. They were doing the exact same thing that everybody else was doing, you know, and Margot called him out on that BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we saw and, with the sous chef how he, he has to put people down, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He has to break these people mm-hmm. so that they will go to do the ultimate sacrifice for him yeah. the ultimate show of service which is this man killed himself right that's how serving he was yeah. to this person I, mean, um, I think i think the conformity part that, that's I, I, I totally agree with that i think that uh even at the end he conformed <laughs> you know ultimately he even was like i'm so bound by you know my job i'm i'm going because you're criticizing me it's 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 also i think a big uh uh, part of it, I think, just that conformity and telling you, like, basically, he's like, at the end of the day, I am a slave to the people. You know, I, I'm who you say I am, and she was she manipulated that. You know. Well, and when he got um, Tyler to kill himself, he looked at her and he said, "Now you're free too." Mm-hmm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you're not bought anymore either. Yeah, and I think that with with um, with. Margot, you know, when we learn that she is an escort, he asked, do you like what she does? And she said, yes. And I think that even though she's been in these shitty situations, she doesn't let that rule her and change who she is. So I think that's a big part of it, too. It's like, if you're doing what you love or what you want to do, you know, as an artist, from the artist's perspective, like, not letting what other people do or say, as long as you do are doing what you love, like, that's the most important thing. And I think that's was her perspective of it more you know or he was obviously a slave to the critic or again ultimately this one girl he wants to kill <laughs> it's like i don't like your food and he's like oh i have to make sure you like my food you're, you're always gonna be a slave almost in a way i feel like it was a checkmate you know like for him to release her because they have this weird understanding Mm -hmm. and he's seeing almost a reflection of himself in her Mm -hmm. and so releasing her is like oh there's a piece of me still out there right you know like Mm -hmm. in this weird way because like she's she's different she's special like Uh her sitting on the end of the boat watching all these people burn as mm -hmm. she eats his burger well and she doesn't care like what other people think like nick nicholas holt checked her but she didn't like bend backwards like Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a like after this, I know for a fact she's like, well, I'm never talking to you again. Like whatever. Or like even with the yeah, I don't know, but it doesn't control her. Like she didn't see that guy. She's has this awkward. She had this awkward relationship with with Richard. She didn't like wasn't embarrassed or didn't let that like rule her evening or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like that's you know, it's different than than him. She's doing her thing and doing what she loves, and it's uh, 
Yeah, she is different. You know? Yeah. She's I what think, we all um, aspire to be, <laughs> you know? She is, but at the same time, it, there's this, like, big toe in the line between what he was saying. Like, mm-hmm. are you a giver right. or are you a taker? Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there saying he's a giver. Yeah. But at the end, he's, he's a taker. taker. Yeah, absolutely. He is yeah. the big taker. Mm-hmm. So is she going to be a giver or is she going to be a taker? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. at the end, it's kind of open-ended. You yeah. know, she could kind of become like him. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Interesting. She... I'm really diving way too deep. It's not that deep, guys. Yeah, and, she, and also, she didn't decide to help anybody else. But Because I think, again, I was saying not that earlier. Not the sacrifice of herself, certainly not. No. I was saying that earlier, and I think that a big comparison, or a similar comparison, is Midsommar to this movie. I think that there's pieces of it um, that are similar. A person comes into this unknown place he knows nothing about. And then, you know, one by one, people are killed, and she's kind of brought into it a little bit, but not really. And then that movie also ends with people, you know, in a flame, and her watching on, mm-hmm. you know, as, as you know. So I'm like, yes, maybe somewhere a little different. That one's more on on the nose with her. She's a likable character because she's mm-hmm. a fighter. But throughout the entire movie, she never once advocates for anyone but herself. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. once. She doesn't try to mm. manipulate anybody into like, let's do this so we can all get out of here. Right. She never, she is a leader, mm-hmm. but she doesn't try to lead them out of there. She lets them die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she saves herself. Mm-hmm. And like, whether that makes her good or bad, I won't say. Right. I, I don't think, you know, I don't think it's necessarily anyone's sole responsibility to save the mass, especially when they literally aren't fighting for themselves. Mm. But. You know, it does leave it. It does leave it morally gray. It doesn't. Uh-huh. It's not the hero story, which is human. You know, I I, I think it, it it would be easy. Anybody, it would be easy for anyone to say if I was in that situation, I would have stopped. You know, we all want to think we would, but yeah, in that moment, it's like, would you actually? If you were able to get out from dying horrifically, mm-hmm. would you? Or would there you wasn't be? anybody there that she necessarily cared about. When she heard, like, everybody else, she knows how horrible these people can be or are. Um, so why stick why my stop? neck out? Yeah, why stick my neck like, out? Like, you know, if she if her child had been there or right. if her parent had been there or mm-hmm. something like that, would the story be different? Maybe. Right. Yeah, because you have to... I think you're right with the morally Probably. Because right, when she sees Nicholas Holtz hanging, she's not, Holt hanging, she's not like... Oh my God! She's just she like, seems surprised, but almost relieved. Yeah, and because he, he says put her in this position. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know, you, he, you're the reason. He's the reason why you're even here with mm-hmm. this. You know, so it is kind of like, yeah. But I think that's what makes it interesting. It makes it's it, a uh, very interesting movie. It is like I, it's definitely one I, I'm very excited to buy when it comes out and watch again. And uh, yeah, it was cool. Good, yeah. good movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 this has been a long review. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I am too. But then, because it was it was a very simple movie, only a few locations, but there's so much that happens and so very layered that it was kind of impossible not to, you know. Yeah, to be kind like of I'm sure. Uh, upon watching it a second time, I'm sure I'll listen back to this podcast someday and be like, "Oh man, I wish that I had recognized this in the mm-hmm. movie, or I wish I'd talked about this in the review." Like you know, because yeah. I'm sure there's other things that I'm not picking up on mm-hmm. or like maybe not articulating very well um for sure but it was a thought-provoking movie which when i first got out of the theater i didn't necessarily see all the things in it that i'm seeing now mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely a sleeper yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah when you think about uh 
and continue to find the different things. I agree. And here we are, the annoying reviewers. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's not burn on any fires. No, hell no. <laughs> hey, we're, we're not bringing movies down. We, we pretty much come with a... I don't know. Sometimes I bring them down. Yeah, but not like her, you know. Not, not, I don't know. I don't know. We're positive. We're more positive than that. Okay, so let's give our review. Review this thing. What do you think? I'm thinking a four and a half. Okay, I'm thinking... I'll, I'll go four and a half, too. I, I was thinking five, but it, uh, I think four and a half. I, 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 at first, I came into it thinking five. Now, the longer we've gone, I'm like, okay, maybe four and a half. Four and a half s'mores. Yeah, I'm going to call it, I'll say four and a half s'mores, too, even though it's definitely in my top, for sure, of the year. Four and a half s'mores or four and a half burgers. I think s'mores is a little bit more dark. I think so, too. I, I, I like s'mores. I like s'mores. Yeah. Four and a half s'mores out of five. Like, and we sure yeah. did go get those burgers right after that We movie. sure did. We <laughs> left and got burgers right away. Man, it was good. Oh, man. We mm-hmm. went to this place called Burger Barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, delicious. Pretty, yeah, pretty fire. It was pretty delish. Not necessarily nutritious, but it was so good. I could yeah. have another one right now. I agree with that. Okay, guys. That's going to wrap it up for this one. This is going long. Yeah, this has been a long one. But, yeah, go see The weekend. The weekend. The Weeknd, Roby's favorite musical artist right now. He says, what instead of trying The Menu. The, oh, yeah. Go see, the, go see The Menu, bro. Go see The Menu. Go see The Weeknd. I have The Weeknd on the brain. Why? I have no clue. He's been listening to that album a lot, Don I, FM. Yeah. I have been listening to Don FM regularly. Yeah. So, anyway, I guess we recommend that, too. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's a bop. Okay. See you guys. See ya. Toodles. Bye.